Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Today, very exciting, we're going to read and review some more woke children's literature. Uh, We know that there are many books out there seeking to brainwash our kids. If you go into a children's section at Barnes & Noble right now, it, it, it feels like you're being handed pamphlets at an Antifa rally or something. It's nothing but left-wing extremism everywhere. And that is certainly the case for um, this book, which is It Feels Good to Be Yourself, written by uh, Teresa Thorne, illustrated by Noah Grigini. And we're just going to read it. We're going we're gonna to find out what kind of brainwashing is going on in this book. I feel like it's going to be pretty intense. All right. It begins... This is Ruthie. Now, you notice from the very beginning the, the politically correct assortment of people all over this page. So they've got, they've got all the different races and ethnicities. Not a lot of white kids. I mean, the one white kid, there's got the white girl there, but she has blue hair. You're allowed to be white, but you have to dye your hair. You have to compensate by dyeing your hair pink or blue. Then we've got the, the child walking down, playing a, an acoustic guitar. Why not? There's even um, an equitable and diverse assortment of modes of transportation. So there's the bus, the car, and for some reason, a unicycle. Because when, when do you, it's, I mean, we all see that, right? You're driving down the road, a residential neighborhood, and there's just a girl on a unicycle uh, in, the, in, in, the, in the, the bike lane. She's a transgender girl. That means when she was born, everyone thought she was a boy until she grew a little older, old enough to tell everyone that she's actually a girl. Everyone was right. Everyone was right, right the first time. Why, this is left out. Why did they think? I mean, these, these, these backwards Neanderthals, as Joe Biden would call them, why did they think that, uh, quote, she was a boy? Well, because they made observations about her biological nature. They made scientific observations, and that's how they came to the, the correct conclusion that he is actually a boy. They leave that out of the book. Girl is Ruthie's gender identity. And we have to remember, gender identity is a fake concept. And I always have to remind you, if you didn't know this, I think it's really important for people to understand where these ideas came from. Every time you hear gender identity, remember, fake concept invented, not just an invented concept or a concept invented generally by the left. It's a concept pushed by the left, but it was invented originally by a guy named John Money. And he was the pedophilic, um, insane lunatic back in the mid 20th century who ran sexual experiments on children including two uh, brothers, twin, twin boys, forcibly d- performing essentially a, f- a forcible sex change on one of them. And later, both boys would go on to kill themselves. That's where it comes from. Nothing but misery and despair and horror. This is Ruthie's brother, Xavier. Xavier is a cisgender boy. That means when Xavier was born, everyone thought he was a boy. And as he grew older, turned out everyone was right. He is a boy. Boy is Xavier's gender identity. No, boy is his biological sex. Gender identity, not a thing. Biological sex is a thing. That's what it is. There are so many different ways to be a boy or a girl. Too many to fit in a book. But not everyone feels like either a boy or a girl. Non-binary is a helpful word that can describe a kid who doesn't feel exactly like a boy or a girl. So you notice again the PC utopia on this page. You've got a bearded woman walking a dog with her lesbian lover. 
Then you've got a cross-dressing boy playing the trumpet. Why not? And then, we've, of course, we've got the two, the two gay men uh, pushing a stroller, one wearing a T-shirt that says number one dad. So if you're not getting the message yet, if it's not being, if you're not being hit over the head with the message enough yet, this hopefully will get the, the point across. Um, but the real irony here is they say there are so many different ways to be a boy or a girl, right? Too, too many ways to fit in a book. Well, that's, that's correct. But they are making it so that there are not so many ways to be a boy or a girl. They are the one gender identity, left-wing gender theory. This is the rigid, constricting thing that confines boys and girls. Because it used to be that you could be a girl and still wear short hair if you want and play rough and tumble sports and play, with, play in the mud with toy trucks. And we would call you a tomboy. And we would say, that's a valid way to be a girl. That's fine. If you want to be a girl that way, you could be a girl that way. But now we've taken that away from girls and we've said, well, if you act like that, you're probably a boy. So in the name of opening everything up and being open-minded, we've actually constricted it and made it so that there is one particular way to be a boy or a girl. And if you go outside of that, then you become the other gender or other sex, rather. Alex is both a boy and a girl. No, he's not. When Alex was born, everyone thought Alex was a girl, but Alex is both a boy and a girl. This is Alex's gender identity. No, this is insane nonsense, is what this is. This is Alex's friend, JJ. JJ is neither a boy nor a girl. Ever since JJ was very little, they never felt exactly like a boy or a girl. They just felt like themselves. What does that mean exactly? They never felt like a boy or a girl. How does he know what a boy or a girl feels like? What are you comparing it to? How do you know that your feelings are not what a boy feels like? How do you know that? Because you've never been the other thing, so you have nothing to compare it to. This is just one of the logical problems that I, I'm thinking will probably not be addressed in this book, but I could be wrong. Alex and JJ are both non-binary. Just like there are many different ways to be a boy and a girl, there are many different ways to be non-binary. Too many to fit in a book. And even with all these possible ways to be, some kids don't feel any of the words they know fit them exactly right. There are a never-ending number of ways to be yourself in the world. These are ways to be confused. What we're talking about here are not ways for kids to be themselves, but the opposite of that. These are ways for kids to be confused about themselves. This is not an identity. Non-binary is not an identity. It's an anti-identity. It is, it is a person refusing to accept who they are. It's a rejection of identity. It's not the acceptance. It's the rejection of identity. This is someone who either is refusing to accept who they are, or, or, or if it's a child who's been brainwashed into this, this is a child who's never been made to understand who he is. This is the deprivation of identity. Whether you feel like a boy, a girl, both or neither, or if you describe yourself another way, that is your gender identity. Your gender identity might match what people thought you were when you were born, or it might not. See, when you were born, you couldn't tell people who you were or how you felt. They looked at you and made a guess. Maybe they got it right, maybe they got it wrong. What a baby's body looks like when they're born can be a clue to what the baby's gender will be, but not always. No, see, it's not that as a baby, you couldn't tell people who you were. It's that you, you didn't know who you were because you were a baby. And as a baby, you don't know anything. Babies don't understand anything about the world. Least of all, do they understand what a boy or a girl is. So what I can say from my experience, looking down at a, at a cute little three-month-old baby, uh, if you're wondering, what is their, what, 
How do they feel about their gender? What, what are they thinking about their own gender? They're not thinking about it at all. What they're thinking about is they want to get fed. Uh, they have to poop. They want to take a nap. Those are all the things they're thinking about and really nothing else. They have no concept of their own, quote, gender because they're babies. This is something that children, they have to be educated about this. And that's why when you get to a four-year-old who says, I'm not a boy, I'm actually a girl. Well, one of the ways that we know that that's not true, aside from the fact that it simply doesn't make sense, is that they don't know what they're talking about. That boy doesn't know what a girl is. And that seems like a pretty significant problem. When someone someone is making a declaration about who they are and, and, and they don't know. When people guess wrong, it's okay to let them know. Ruthie was five when she told her parents. And a little speech bubble says, I know you think I'm a boy, but really, I feel like a girl. Oops, Ruthie was a girl all along. They just didn't know it at first. And so the, the family quickly accepts it. This is what the left wants you to do. Your five-year-old, how old is this kid? Five year, your five-year-old comes up to you and says, hey, um, uh, I know you think I'm a boy, but it actually turns out I'm a girl. And they want you to say on the spot, well, okay then, you're a girl. No questions asked. We're not going to even ask the follow-up question of, what do you mean by that, child? You say that you're a girl. What do you mean? That seems like a pretty important follow-up, doesn't it? Anytime your child is saying anything to you, you should try to understand what they mean. And it's not always clear what they mean because they don't have the words to express. They, they understand very little about the world. They understand very little about, about themselves and what they want and what's best for them. And so they don't have the words to express. That's why kids do a lot of cr- screaming and crying and they throw temper tantrums because they can't express what they actually want. And that's why it's really important. Even when your kid is clear and says, I want this. It's important for you as the adult in the situation to understand why they're actually saying that. That to me seems like an important follow-up. I'm a girl. What do you mean? What do you mean you're a girl? Ask that question. And what you're going to find out is what the boy is actually saying is that he wants to wear a pink shirt because he thinks pink is a pretty color. Fine. Wear the pink shirt. You're still not a girl though. When people guess right, it's also okay to let them know. Xavier was three and a half when he told his family, I'm a boy. I like being a boy. Yes, I'll I'll never forget the day that my child announced to me that he is himself. Dad, turns out I'm myself. Whew. Good, I I wasn't sure. Your feelings about your gender are real. Listen to your heart. No matter what your gender identity is, you're okay exactly the way you are. And you are loved. It feels good to be yourself, doesn't it? Yeah, your feelings about your gender are real. But that doesn't mean that they reflect reality. Okay, that's the distinction that so many people struggle with. Your feelings are real. You really do feel this way. But that doesn't mean that it is an accurate reflection of what is. That's the point. And that is what is not covered in this book and what I wouldn't expect to be covered because all you get here is indoctrination and brainwashing. And that's why this book and so many books like it are poison. What I would say is I'm not into banning books. I'm not into burning books. But if we're going to ban and cancel books, how about a book like this and not Dr. Seuss? Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. 
No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home.